0: You are listening to the Solid-ish Marriage Podcast. We created this space in order to offer some reprieve from the expectation that you're supposed to have a perfectly solid marriage all the time. Solid-ish is about being honest with the crap in our stories and showing that when we take the risk of being totally real with our spouse, things actually get a lot better.
1: We really want this podcast to benefit as many people as possible and we need your help to do that. Please give us a thumbs up, a five-star review, write a comment, whatever your platform offers. Those few seconds of your tangible support means this podcast gets to reach more marriages that need the encouragement. In today's episode, we interview Steve and Viola Horn. Scott and I became very close friends with Steve and Viola over the years we lived in Colorado. And they were thrilled at the opportunity to share their story in the hopes that it could be helpful to someone out there.
0: There is so much good stuff in this episode. Yes. Uh, I want to jump right into it, but we have to give you a little bit of context first. So we had to wait to do this recording or this, this interview until after our son was asleep. So it was already a little bit later in the evening. And then I got everything set up and we were all excited to get started. And then the equipment wasn't working <laughs> and it was so frustrating yeah uh I mean I, I was really discouraged I was feeling embarrassed uh there was a lot of pressure to get this mystery figured out like what the devil is going on here um and this went on for what like an hour or it was two a, it, was it was
1: about an hour 15 hour 20 minutes yeah it, it was, was a long time felt
0: like 10 hours i swear
1: anything after 10 o'clock feels like a really <laughs> <Right>. long time <laughs> other than sleep to yeah. me so that oh, was amen. that was tough
0: uh, right so we were we were all getting more and more tired and my nerves especially were wearing thin uh but then i finally fixed the problem and we got to get started and then you had to go and get yourself a red vine yes and that was just the worst thing in the world. <laughs> I'm <in my laughs> so sorry. <laughs> but it's because uh, I remember, uh, like, I totally got frustrated with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember feeling really disrespected, even though that's not at all what you were intending or trying to do. Yeah. And so we started bickering, and then Steve and Viola tried to jump in and they tried to calm us down, <laughs> which, like, <laughs> when in the history of calming down has that ever worked? Um, uh. But then Steve did something that changed the whole tone and the direction of the night. He got vulnerable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: like He actually started sharing how he could relate instead mm-hmm. of trying to offer clarity to us. And uh, then he was also sharing you know, his own feelings, his own experience of what fear does to him. And that is where we get to join the conversation. We hope you enjoy the episode.
3: Thanks for listening.
4: So when I have fear, that changes the protocol, I
3: think. In what way?
4: I find when I'm in a place of fear and you're asking me to do something and I'm refusing to do it, there's usually some fear back there.
3: Fear of what?
0: Mm -hmm.
4: Fear of being swallowed up into the black hole of emotion.
1: Ooh, Mm. nice. Hmm. What emotion are you talking about there?
4: Um, you're bigger than me. Mm-hmm. You'll engulf me. That.
3: Yep. That you're more powerful than me. Hmm. Right. So it is. And I'll just sort be
4: swallowed up, and it's a form of abandonment.
3: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm.
1: The person that I love the most is
4: gonna be my demise.
3: Yeah, it's going to eat me alive.
1: What
0: mm. What was that? What were you feeling in your body? I get to
4: say what I'm experiencing, and mm. somebody's listening and hearing it.
2: Right Ooh. Now.
1: Does that happen often for you? Um,
4: maybe not as often as I like, but it does happen a fair amount. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, what's that like right now as you feel that inside of you?
4: It's, I don't know. I was going to say it's good, but that, right. that's <laughs> <laughs> we've all t- been told as men,
0: good is not a feeling, right? One one mm. thing that I, that the, the reason I wanted to come back to that is when when you were sharing that, mm-hmm. like I I could see on your face, like holy crap, this really matters to him. But at the same time, I was connecting with at least my own version of that. Betsy's the the stronger the pursuer uh the the more vocal one in the relationship and I tend to be more the withdrawer the more you know the the one that's trying to be -hmm. compliant and and meet the expectations and jump through the hoops and so like I Mm -hmm. I totally related to this fear of you swallowing me up Mm -hmm. this this fear that like if if you do swallow me up it's proof of my nightmare that Mm -hmm. I'm actually nothing yeah or that I'm actually not enough it sucks to feel that stuff right and yet there's like I know when you were sharing that all of a sudden this thing inside of me was alive was like Mm -hmm. I see that like there's something Mm -hmm. happening inside of you that's also in me and now all of a sudden I feel this connection this brotherhood Mm -hmm. right and that's I mean that's so much of what we do in our offices is exactly that is like helping the couple to get into that place where they have that common ground that mutual Mm -hmm experience where you can really see the other person's heart and then all of a sudden there's this bonding that happens Mm. are the circumstances any different no and yet i think the circumstances almost don't matter exactly yes because i feel seen i feel heard Mm-hmm. It's oh, it's so powerful—the
1: power of not feeling
0: alone. Yeah. Uh, so when so when you yeah. th- when you just I mean when you just took the, the risk just now to not just say the words but to really feel it here, I was like, holy crap, that's that's exactly it. Like that's mm-hmm. what we love about what we do.
1: What are you feeling right now? I'm seeing your face, and it's it's I'm maybe seeing a little bit of tears, a little. Mm-hmm. There's there's something going on there.
4: I'm feeling vulnerable a little bit. Absolutely
1: <laughs> right. Yeah.
4: And like maybe I'm not doing this right, but that's
1: okay. <laughs> well, that. that makes well. sense, though. That's feeling like you're not doing it right. I mm-hmm. in in my office when I'm at this stage, at least, you know, you you've accessed a little bit of emotion. You're feeling vulnerable. Um, I hear that more often than I don't mm. from specifically men.
4: Yeah, like, did I just do that?
1: I'm <laughs> not doing this right. <laughs> And I think that's kind Amen. of a theme throughout, throughout your life, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm a screw-up.
3: I've screwed this all up. Mm-hmm. Whose expectation is that that you're trying to live up to?
4: Well, I'd like to introduce you to the committee in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um,
3: who, who is the committee in your head?
4: You know, it's a little bit of mom. It's a little bit of dad. It's a little bit of other people that I feel like I've disappointed Mm -hmm. Right.
3: These, these
1: experiences that you've had, especially from, from your parents, Mm -hmm. you know, I I don't, I'm not that type of person who wants to blame everything on parents. They do have a lot of influence on us though, right? They, they kind of create the, the voice inside your Mm -hmm. head. They Mm -hmm. tell you who you are and they teach you who you are. And so if you have a, a background like you do, that's, that's a tough thing to overcome.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And so, can
0: just because the listeners wouldn't know your background, can you give us just a, a, a little sure history there? So, at
4: a fairly young age, some of my earliest memories of are mom and dad fighting. Mom was very strong, she was very vocal and scary. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they ended up dissolving their marriage when I was five. And I ended up in foster homes, so a lot of abandonment issues there.
0: Yeah, holy
4: cow. Yep, so thinking, well, if there's anything I can do to make life better or to stop it from being worse, then I want to be in that and and on it. So.
0: Yeah, anything that I can do to stop the disintegration happening Mm -hmm. again. Yep, Amen. or getting any worse. Yeah, even as and a child. Even as a child, we're talking. Oh I gosh, was five absolutely. years old when this oh was right. going on. I right. believe oh. every ounce of that. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. that poor that So, that what poor kinds, kinds boy. of things mm. did you do?
4: A lot of monitoring and just trying to disappear.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, I don't <coughs> make it worse, right? Yeah. So, so disappear. Just,
4: just take care of myself. Yep. Don't burden people with my needs. And yeah. Let things be what they need to be, and not, <laughs> not be noticed. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Which I won't disappear.
0: That is a fantastic example of what in the emotionally focused therapy world they call the raw spots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These things that cause your you're, you're, goosebumps. Yeah, exactly. Right. Here's the story behind why I it's not only react to situations the way they do, but I tr- try to survive situations the way they do, and I hyper react and i've got these sensitivities here like that's a great example of okay that's where yours come from so then in how the cycle goes you present that way where i'm trying desperately to to blend in to not make things worse uh to not make waves at all and then viola gets to see that and experience that yeah what is that like for you when you see him behaving that way shut down yeah
3: It's that avoidant Mm -hmm. um, hiding behavior, and Mm -hmm. I immediately go to, I must be a witch Mm. for him to have to hide from me.
0: Damn.
1: I must be a
3: witch. Mm -hmm.
0: I must be
3: a witch. Yeah. I must be a horrible person for this man, Mm -hmm. strong man, Mm -hmm. to turn away his face mm-hmm. turn it away from me and hide from me what's that
1: feel like when you feel like i'm a witch for this man to have to turn away from it me it
3: is shame shame it is shame it is i am bad mm. evil i am ugly mm. i am unlovable i am unworthy oh. And I am painful. Mm. I yeah. cause pain.
0: My goodness. And
3: especially when, you know, I married Steve because I loved him and I wanted to help heal him. I knew his story. Yeah. Mm. And I said, I can love you. Yeah. I can love you. Right on. And the more I tried to love him... Um, the more he turned away mm. from that. And the more he mm-hmm. turned away, the angrier I got. Yes. So cool. you had to increase your volume. You had to increase. Yes. yes. Right.
0: Yes. right. Yes. Yes. Don't you understand I'm trying to love you? I am trying to love <laughs> yeah. you. And
3: it got to the point where I became violent. Absolutely. I actually became, you are not getting this. Mm-hmm. You are not getting how much I love you. Mm-hmm. And I am going to Punish you because you're not getting it. Yes, and ended Absolutely. up, you know, ended up in um, in jail for domestic violence because yeah. I just could not mm-hmm. yeah. get it through to him. Yeah, that I am fighting for this. Yes. you can't just keep hiding. Yeah, and we need a connection here, and I'm I'm doing my best, and I am obviously not.
2: right
0: because the harder i try the more i become a witch the more i see you shut down the more
1: i
3: pursue you the further you run into the forest
1: right and i want to i want to point out too where on the surface you're this bitch right you ended up in jail for domestic violence and on the inside right so that's the outside behavior right like
3: i hurt you Enough to be arrested for that. I hurt you enough for you to think that I need to be arrested. Yeah. Yes. Right. That I need
1: right. that you think that I need police that I, to, yeah. to take me right. away that I from am a you. danger to you. And on the right. inside, you were screaming for connection.
3: Absolutely. And mm. you didn't know how else to do that. How desperate because did you feel? I mm. spent uh, eighty five to twenty fourteen. What is that? We're looking at 20 years. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Over yeah.
3: 20 years. 85, 95, 05. Uh, 30 years. Hmm. 30 years of trying to make a connection hmm. that we could simply not make because of the trauma yeah. um, that we both experienced and the avoidant and the pursuer mm-hmm, and the, mm-hmm. I'm pursuing and he's avoiding and I'm like, yep. I can't get what I need from this man. And the more he avoided, the more you had to increase your volume. I and, had to keep right. getting pursue, bigger and, the more he and pursued,
1: bigger. Yeah, and it, the bigger you got, the smaller the he got. He went mm-hmm. The away. further
3: he went away. The further he went away. Until <laughs> I became very very
4: small. Yeah. So a, a technical mm. word that comes to my mind when I think about that phenomenon you're describing mm-hmm. is feedback. It's like when you're in the auditorium Amen. at a concert.
2: And it goes, Yep.
4: and everybody looks back at the sound booth and goes, yeah. What Turn idiotic thing are you doing? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. What the hell, but, man? Yeah, right. right. But what's Fix really it. going on is yeah. I'm emoting a feeling or or behavior that's triggering her. Mm -hmm. She then emotes a feeling which then triggers me and now we got uber feedback going around and around just like
2: And that's what we
1: try to help our couples understand is how impactful we are. Our behaviors, our feelings are on the person that we care about the most. Mm -hmm. Right? We're not these independent we don't need no person in our lives, right? We, mm-hmm. are, we are actually really interconnected with each other and we do have pretty strong impact on each other. We're talking about a pretty negative impact on each other right, right. now. Yeah. But it's out of that desire for connection. So mm-hmm. when we start to display those behaviors, those thoughts, those feelings in a positive way, in a way that our spouse can hear then we have that same ping-pong effect, that same feedback effect in a positive way, right? Mm -hmm. Then that loop kind of changes in a positive way, and we have that impact on each other.
0: But what I think is really powerful about what you guys are sharing right now is how, and I'm totally feeling it as I listen, is how unbelievably relatable that cycle is that you just described. Yes. That these raw spots get set up, Before I even knew that the other person was a human being on the planet, those raw Mm -hmm. spots were there well entrenched into my life, setting up my needs, setting up my fears, setting up my strategy for connection. And then all of a sudden we show up and we meet each other and we're like, ooh, this looks awesome. Let's try putting a ring on it, right? (laughs) Yeah. Right. And there's lots of hope and there's lots of, and this is super, super normal, that the things that end up triggering the cycle and fueling the cycle later on in marriage are actually a lot of the things that end up attracting us to each other in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, but then as, as imperfections and mistakes come in, then, right, like Steve, you're talking about at first, I'm just awesome to Viola, right? Like she thinks that I'm attractive mm-hmm. and she thinks mm-hmm. like, look at how many things that he can fix and woohoo, this mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. right? And so I don't really have to worry about making waves. Mm-hmm. Even if she does get big It's okay Because I've got this, this huge You know Reservoir of awesomeness That she's letting me know about That I'm getting regular feedback about Are you talking about but Big no. and
1: scary Or big and fat
0: Like big and scary Oh okay Yeah <laughs> just wanted to check Good, good clarification <laughs> Right but none of us are big and fat. Of, of course true. not. No. Right. For no. all of our listeners, we are all perfectly are, in yes. shape all the time. Absolutely, <laughs> and, and there's the no such models. thing as COVID weight gain. Yes, no. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, we are all Jillian right. Michaels models. That's Whoever right. that is. Yes. Um, <laughs> Have good. But as as the relationship continues you know, th- th- I make mistakes and, and we have these moments where we're trying to connect and I'm trying to love you and, you know, maybe I'm distracted or maybe it, it did seem really scary. Or I'm being misread. Exactly. Or being misunderstood. Yeah. And so, so, so that, like all of a sudden these waves start showing up and so or I I'm start getting nervous. Or I'm taking care of
3: myself and let it, instead of letting you. Right. In.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. That's right. the reality. Right. Yeah. yeah. That There's is a real right. reality. A moment, a moment it's where like, Steve doesn't oh, want to risk and let you yes. in. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and so, you okay. don't
3: love me, you don't like me, I'm gonna go take care of myself. Yeah,
0: yeah. right. And then, I mean, How Viola, what does
3: that feel? It's horribly lonely, yeah, right. And it reinforces the I am a horrible person, yes, right. exactly. Because yep. you are too scary to relate to, yeah,
0: which is an unavoidable feeling in yep. those moments. We mm. can want to feel something else, but there's no way that we're not gonna panic freak out, feel horrible, mm-hmm. wonder where the hell are you going mm-hmm. and why, and what is it about me that's making you do that? It's mm-hmm. shoving you away. Absolutely. Right? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And I do it all the time, right. even and though that's what's coming from my desperation.
0: Right. Yeah. And then again, early in the relationship, sure, I'll pursue you and try and reconnect with you in really nice ways, mm-hmm. right? Maybe even sexy ways. And then that keeps not working. Mm. and not working and not working and not working at a certain point you get like everybody realizes i am an idiot to try and continue the same strategy i have to up the ante i have to do something else and then she becomes scarier to you you shut down that much more you say damn it you fool i'm trying to connect with you don't you see that i'm like i'm the one that's fixing this Mm -hmm. you're the one that's Mm -hmm. breaking it i'm the Mm -hmm. one that's fixing Mm -hmm. this and so I move towards you to try and do that.
3: So Scott, do you know us at
2: all?
0: Right. <laughs> Have you ever met
3: us? <laughs> you well, know our story pretty right. good. Because what's, what's, you are reading my, my mail, man. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean,
4: And what's funny about that dynamic is that's actually happening in a very real way on both sides. Yes. Amen. Yep.
0: yep. Amen. Because yep. Yep. both of us want the same thing. Connection. In
3: yes. a different way. We yes. both want the same thing in a different way Amen. and it yeah, just doesn't look like we want the same thing. It looks mm. like we are antagonistic. Right. Yeah. Right. right, because his safety is your danger oh, and yes, her safety is your danger. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. He right. wants Which- to run away <laughs> and I'm like, "No, don't go." Yep. Yes.
2: Where's yep. my hero? Yes.
0: It, just take a moment to say how infuriating it is that that's the way it works. Yes. <laughs> I, that is my favorite noise of the day. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but man, like you guys are so normal with that. It's yeah. just unbelievable. And and Viola, I gotta tell you, I I there have been so many people that I've worked with that either have been right on the edge of domestic violence did domestic violence and never got caught or turned in yeah. or have actually been charged mm-hmm. with it and every single one of those people is looking at themselves completely flabbergasted saying yeah. this is how not me right this point? i could, am not a bad how person how I, I ever have...
1: get to that point exactly yeah, yeah there yeah. were
3: people in jail looking at me like what yeah. You're a 55-year-old white married female in jail. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. but let me just tell you that that was the turning point. Mm. That was our rock bottom. Mm. That was when we decided um well I decided I can't live with an addict anymore. Mm. So either I live by myself mm-hmm. or you're not an addict anymore. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Which
0: just so people know what we're talking about. Is it okay to share what that's that's about? mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. What's what's the addiction? A sex addict.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not your typical sex addiction. I mean, my husband didn't visit prostitutes and, you know, wasn't at strip clubs, um, although that is a very painful Mm -hmm. uh, uh, experience Mm -hmm. for women, and Mm -hmm. a lot of people have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's the same kind of... It's the same root. Mm -hmm. It's this... um, feeling of well i'll let i'll let steve talk a little bit more about you know what that um the yeah, impetus the for that yeah, yeah. what's the yeah. impetus for going there and avoiding your wife and um and using sexual experiences to validate who you are
2: mm.
0: but before we get into that i want to hear where you were headed cuz you were saying I went to jail for domestic violence. Sure. When I got back out, that was the turning point. Yes. Mm. And I
3: I decided I either cannot live with an addict anymore. Mm -hmm. So either Mm -hmm. he has to stop being an addict or I have to um, come to grips with how do I do this?
0: Yeah. That's intense. It was intense.
3: And it really actually was my focus for looking for a counselor for many years I said if he never changes how do I live with this how do Mm. I I I don't want to divorce him how can I get past the pain Mm. of that of him choosing this fantasy life over an actual relationship with me yeah. And the only thing I heard was why, why not get a divorce? Yeah.
0: I was literally just going to say, what would you, to, to all those people that would even, you know, if they hear mm. this and they say, girl, why are you still with and him? Leave his him? ass. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> he's not giving you what you want.
3: You should be out of there. Yeah. You know, he's taken it somewhere else. And it's because I love this man mm-hmm. and I understand his history. Mm -hmm. And I understand that his parents, especially his dad, left him Mm -hmm. because of sex. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't going to be that person who said, you're not giving me what I want sexually, so I'm leaving you.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: Just because I don't get what I want doesn't mean I can break a vow.
0: That's That's powerful. hitting
1: me really deep right now. Um, I think just that idea that God can't have this for me. This is not the God that I believe in. The one who's loving and just cannot be okay with this situation. So I'm going to leave, which absolutely you had every right to. Jesus says in the Bible, right? That sexual infidelity, right. you're good. Go. But I also had every right to stay. And mm. I think what you did
2: mm-hmm.
1: is also very Christ-like. That yet while we were still sinners, yes. Christ died for us, right? That marriage isn't meant to make us happy. It's, it's meant, meant to, to make, make us, us whole. whole. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That, that really, yeah. that hits me right there. That it's like, you know what? Yeah.
3: And I decided yeah. that Christ gave up so much for me, I could certainly give up. What I wanted mm. for for the vow that I made to him to be honorable, and to have him say well done, good and faithful servant. And that is and wild.
0: I, Can I? I just want to highlight an amazingness thing, little nugget in there that <laughs> 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 that because I think of, of of how many times I've been in this place, how many times everybody in the world that's mm-hmm. been in any sort of a long term committed relationship has been in this place where the easiest thing in the world to stay focused on the other person Mm -hmm. because what are we looking at we're not making up the things that they're doing wrong or the ways that they're hurting us or the things that we legitimately need that they're not giving like we're not making that up we're not psychotic those are real they're actually happening those are real wounds happening in real time and they really matter and I think that, that like your story is such a good example of, okay, in In the middle of trying to turn inward and work on myself, there's still that external focus of you need to shape up and shift out. You're like You need to deal with this. You need to show up. You need to mm-hmm. be not addicted. And then finally, this breaking moment comes where you did an incredible turn, which was taking ownership of... Look, at the end of the day, if I choose to be with this guy and he chooses not to change, then what? Yeah. It's me and right. right and to 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 turn and I have to be the one to learn how to deal with this if I choose to stay. Like that is inspirational. Mm-hmm. It's so incredibly difficult it's for minimal. people to do. Right, because that's a massive slice of humble pie.
3: It is. And you know, I use the scripture that talks about the um, the ungrateful servant. Do you remember that story? Mm. Where the servant or the king calls the servant and says, you owe me like a big amount of money, mm-hmm. maybe a million dollars or whatever. He's like, you owe me a million dollars. And the servant goes, oh my gosh, I, I'm so sorry. I can't pay. And I will work as hard as I can to pay you back. And Please don't throw me in jail. And the, the king has compassion mm-hmm. and says, no worries. You're forgiven. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. I'm not going to hold you responsible for this. Go in peace. Yeah. And he walks out the castle doors and he sees a guy who owes him 10 bucks.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And he ha- grabs the guy by the throat and he says, you owe me 10 bucks. And the guy says, please, please have mercy on me. I will pay you back. He says, No. You owe me 10 bucks, and I'm going to throw you in jail. Mm-hmm. And then the king hears about it. <laughs> yep,
0: Game on. And guess
3: what <laughs> happens to the servant? Mm. He gets thrown in prison, and just, yeah. it's bad for him. Mm. And I realized that I was the ungrateful servant, that mm. God has forgiven me so much. <laughs> And yet I turn around and grab my husband by the throat and say, you owe me. Mm-hmm. You owe me love. You owe me affirmation. You owe me, um, va- value me and prove mm-hmm. it to me. Mm-hmm. And, and I just did not want God to look at me and go, really? Mm. So I let go. Yeah. And I let go of my husband's throat and I said, you don't owe me. Yeah. You don't owe me.
0: And that, I think that's a huge part of what's so profound about marriage, the institution of marriage mm-hmm. is that the, the challenge and the opportunity to say, look, I, I want you to be different. I want you to give me what I need. I want you to be present and not go away. I want you to be courageous and not cowardly. I want you to have sex with me instead of yourself or anybody else. Mm-hmm. And, and you're not doing those things.
3: So now what do I do?
0: Right. Yeah. Just the, the profound power of I will, I will make space. For, so whatever you're afraid of, whatever you see in me that's scary that you're running away from, I will make space to see you as you are rather than how you ought to be or how I need you to be. I, w- I will see you as, yes, you legitimately owe me 10 bucks. And yet I'm not going to throw you in prison. Yeah. And then, right, same thing, Steve, to Viola, mm-hmm. that, like, yes, of course I want you to be calm, right? And, then <laughs> and not and
3: throttle me by the uh, throat. Yes, right,
0: it, it, right. and not to, to be these things that are incredibly scary to me, and yet the, the incredible power of when I make space for Viola to feel as she feels, regardless of if I think it makes sense or regardless of if I think th- I'm, I am being seen or if I think it's fair, to show up for you and to make that space for you as you're feeling it. I mean, there's so much power in that.
1: I'm, I am I. want to put a disclaimer here that we're not trying to say, hey, this if you're married to a sex addict, you need to just sacrifice yourself and be like God and in stay. Right. That's not yes. at all yeah. what we are saying.
0: Amen. Yeah. Just because there's truth and value in this process doesn't mm-hmm. mean that this process needs to become your process. For for because, Viola yeah.
1: and Steve, this is your story and yes. it may be for somebody else too. That's awesome. But it may not be and that's just as valid and that's just as okay. And mm. and especially in a case of abuse or, you know, sex addiction too can be a form of abuse and we, we need to take that very seriously and um, you, you definitely need to get that professional help in, mm-hmm. and guide you through that decision. This, this is not to advocate for one way or the other. Which nope, just did, a personal story. Yeah. And you yes. did get
0: a lot of that professional help along the way. Very valid. much. Yes, yeah. you did. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. We had
3: a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of, lot of, lot of, <laughs> of counseling. <laughs> and it's not your average sex addiction Yes, it and that's not well. My, that's
1: yeah. That's number two. Okay. The second point that I want to get to is, I want him to explain this, this ex, this his specific addiction. Yeah.
4: yeah. So to get right to it, um, remember back, or remember, I said, take care of myself. That's huge. Mm. That's the that's the focal point, right?
1: When you were a kid, you when had I was a th- kid, th- yeah.
4: Because primary caregivers basically have made, abandoned me. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Have At gone. Five issues. years old, and I'm five years old. And believe it or not, I'm thinking thoughts. I, I don't know if I was quite this articulate as a five-year-old, but I do think, remember remember thinking to myself, why are these two people married? Why did they have me
1: mm-hmm. at five? Mm-hmm. That's awful.
4: Yeah, wow, that's so, so sad. Okay, I'm five, I'm here now. What I really want is you two figure it out and figure out how to be parents mm-hmm. and don't make me look like a freak yeah. with divorced parents because back in the 60s it was mm-hmm. not common to have a divorce yeah parents right mm-hmm. i was mm-hmm. like i think usually in my class of 30 right in primary school i met maybe one other kid mm-hmm. who had that yeah so nobody will rare.
3: pick me for the team if i'm from a divorced family right. yeah. a
4: broken so home. there's that stigma if you will mm-hmm. but wow. so i just learned to take care of myself so for me um you know, sex with another person was not really. It was kind of scary, and I just learned masturbation, view web porn sites. Mm-hmm. That seemed to be what worked for me. Yeah, and um, which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. And and
0: close as many loops as possible yeah. because then there's as little chance of getting hurt as possible. Exactly, yeah, very mm-hmm. little you know chance of rejection. Mm-hmm. Yep, low risk, high
1: reward.
4: It's very lonely in that place. Very There's lonely. Very lonely. So I just thought as a Christian man, you know, who believed that, that God takes care of everything, um, I thought, oh, well, he created marriage. I'll go ahead and get married and everything will be just fine.
1: Wow.
0: There's like a I billion know. people that relate to that. Yes, yeah, yes. I think you're probably literally
4: right. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: there's, out of the seven billion on the planet, probably a billion right. of us think that And
0: I'm one of them. Yeah. yeah. I was totally in that oh, boat Oh, yeah. me
1: too. I thought, okay, that's going to solve so this. Yeah,
0: I know real. I got
4: my issues, but you know, when I get married, I'll be fine. And I remember telling Viola, hey, we are going to, things are going to be so fantastic. You just wait until mm. we get married. Mm. And...
1: Dun, dun, dun. Yeah.
4: So, yeah, I just learned how to take care of myself by, you know, through the masturbation and and Mm -hmm. things like that. And soon it got to a point, you know, through the bumps that Viola kind of described, maybe, um, or hinted to, that it just got to a point where, eh, you know, just take care of myself. I'll be good. Mm -hmm. And, of course, that feeds into her abandonment. And for me, it feeds into my shame.
0: Yeah. Amen. And I totally get that.
4: You know, I've been in SA groups. I've been in Celebrate Recovery groups. I've been in counseling sessions, group group therapy, all these things. And it it's one thing that's interesting is even though I've become enlightened about the dynamic of this and mm-hmm. and how it's not good and and all that, those feelings of primeval terror, maybe or
0: uh, you know, it's what, a good word it for it. it? I yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's in EFT they call it the primal panic mm-hmm. the primal panic
2: mm-hmm.
4: the fact is um, those are real even though they're pretty much in the category of things in the mirror appear to be bigger than they really are or whatever mm-hmm. and, um, you know the the fact is those are real feelings I'm going through and I don't know what to do about them I don't know
0: how to stop it mm. But right because um, at 5 the people that were supposed to guide me through that whole process oh yeah We're gone. They They were gone. They were checked out. Right. And so at five, my guidance is gone. I learned to Mm self-soothe. And so my ability to figure out how to do this on my own is literally stunted at that point. Mm -hmm. And I struggle for the rest of my life, for most people anyways, struggle for the rest of my life with having a five-year-old reaction to these Mm -hmm. emotions Mm -hmm. and panicking like a five-year-old because I go right back to that place
4: we brought this into our marriage or I brought it, you know, that was my part I brought. Mm. And Mm -hmm. I found it to be a reliable source of uh, soothing, or as you said, you know, or or, uh, caretaking, if you will. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. of course that doesn't bode well for a marriage. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No. But I I tell my clients all the time, it's like, why do people get addicted to stuff? Because it works. Yeah. Otherwise we wouldn't do it. Feels good. On
4: some level it it does work. Yes,
0: exactly. Yes, the euphoria of whatever, you know, if it's drugs, alcohol, mm-hmm. sex, whatever, <clears throat> but it's you know, my primal panic, my shame, my insecurities. It's those things that the addiction works at separating right. me from, giving me relief from that. Yeah. And boy, 30 seconds of that, totally worth it when the addiction is taking yeah. my brain over. And then, okay, yeah. then I wake up afterwards and I'm like, ah, crap.
2: Yep. I
3: just and did especially it again. Yep. when you're trying to be intimate with your wife mm-hmm. and it's not working Ooh, yeah. and because it's not working, she's crying
2: mm. and because
3: yeah. she's crying and she's left the bedroom because mm-hmm. you couldn't make it work. Mm-hmm. You feel worse. Mm-hmm. And so the next time she suggests it, you decline Yep. And you'll go in the bathroom and close the door and enjoy yourself mm-hmm. rather than experience that kind of failure again. Yeah, yeah. And that is uh, that perpetuates.
1: Yes. God, I just, I it know. just builds on itself. It yeah. does. Yeah. And I know there's and it,
0: so many people out there that relate yes. to that. And it
3: becomes a monster of its own. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and
0: Because with drawers like Steve and I, yes, our primal. Uh, focus is connection, but our strategy around that is protect the connection. Yes, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we have a certain amount of protect, like it, kind of, it, metaphorically in right. our mind, we have a certain amount of protection. Right. And any time that I am imperfect or screw up or make right. you cry, that's a piece of this connection that breaks off, and we never get and it I back. I can never unfail that. that moment. Yep. Right. Right. And so, what, like for next time. Am I an idiot I just, and I'm just going to try it again and just lose more connection? Nope. No.
3: Hell no.
1: I am going
0: to step away, decline.
3: And decline
1: yep. for whatever reason right. I can come up with. And protect
0: yeah. what connection we Even have. Even if left. it hurts her. Right. Right. And it Because leaves. hurting
1: her now still protects the ultimate relationship. Yes. It protects the bond mm. because it hurts her worse when I
3: can't. Exactly. Because exactly. anyway. she feels so Ugly and inadequate. Mm. Yes. Viola, for you, just devastating. I'm
0: I'm so mindful of Steve's strategy is to protect the connection. But man, anytime he makes that move, how utterly alone that leaves you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That. I mean, mm-hmm. I, would, I, would, I would imagine it, it triggers that primal panic inside of you, right? Like we talked about before, where are you going? Exactly. So there's the, that first wave of horribleness where, okay, he, he protects rather than shows up for you. And the loneliness and the, the panic, the the abandonment of that. Mm. And then, okay, you're sensing that disconnection. It sucks. It's horrible. You want to reconnect. You try and reconnect. He's not there. But then salt in the wound he takes care of himself he mm-hmm. soothes himself any chance for repair in this disconnection he just took care of it like mm-hmm. you know closed loop hey i'm good i masturbated now i can move on he with my day sewed i'm up fine the wound, right sewed yep. it up. right it's all by himself and so, without right. You. right so it's like not only am i not s- like I, first i was seeing you walk away from me and that's excruciating mm-hmm. and now you're just literally you you you're not even on the ball diamond anymore. Yeah, yeah. I can't there's nothing
3: And I'm just sitting there fi- trying to figure right. out what do I do next? Yeah. 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 It's lonely. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. And I know a lot of women um, with husbands who have sex addictions. Feel that. Yeah. And they that is take not uncommon. it on themselves mm-hmm. to say, it is my fault. Yeah. And it took me many years to realize wait a minute, I am not that horrible witch. Yes. I am not. Th-. Granted, I had a lot of growing to do and mm. learning how to love Steve in a way that wasn't threatening. Sure, yeah. But it wasn't that I was innately a horrible person, and mm. that I should just go under a rock and yeah. expect nothing from no one. right exactly. Oh my so gosh. so so what did I do? So it's a you know, a lot of women might say, okay, so you said, all right, fine. That's not you know gonna happen between us. So mm-hmm. what do you do with that desire? Mm-hmm. And, um... I never, I never had an affair. Mm -hmm. I never. uh,
0: Remarkable. Looked
3: outside of the marriage for sexual fulfillment. That's Mm -hmm. incredible. Um, Well, it's the grace of God. Mm. Um, I I can't say that I never flirted with it, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I always said that is not who I am. Mm -hmm. That is not who I want to look at in the mirror in the morning. Yeah. I am a respectable, responsible child of God. So what I did was I found my acceptance in a group of women.
2: Here, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. here.
3: Yep. I looked to women who said, You are beautiful and mm-hmm. you are lovable and mm-hmm. you are valuable. Mm-hmm. And I did not look to men, other men. Right. and those women were the ones who kept me mm-hmm. married mm-hmm. it was the love yeah. of women who said you don't owe me anything sexually mm-hmm. I just see who you are and I love who you are and you are beautiful and you are valuable and I don't need to have sex with you to prove it to yeah. you yeah that is so
0: awesome yeah. I love and that.
3: That is where I found redemption. Yeah. And that's. It's, it's that's not, not
0: just, sorry, not just women that were willing to scratch the itch of your pain and say like, yeah, he's, he's a jerk and what the oh heck. Oh, no. And, yeah. right? not, not that type of no, validation, no. but it was women who added value to you.
3: They got down in the ditch with me. That they got so down cool. in the ugliness. Mm. And not said, just
1: venting ugliness no, right? yeah. no. It's that. Where,
3: when I felt ugly yes. they reached their arms around me and said you are not
0: Right. when Steve wouldn't be with me as I am they would when I believed
3: yeah. I was ugly because my husband wouldn't be with me these mm-hmm. women said we see who you are mm-hmm. and yeah. we value you and you are worthy so of healing
0: love. so healing It wasn't in the
3: arms of another man. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's Mm -hmm. a great example.
3: That highlights for me the, the
1: idea that we need community, right? That as a marriage therapist, I stress the community of the marriage relationship and how how we need each other in a marriage relationship but that's not exclusive right we need a community of people around us and especially the same Mm -hmm. sex yes yes Mm -hmm. we need that support from other women for you Viola and other men for Mm -hmm. you Steve because we cannot do this relationship alone we're not meant to be even though a marriage relationship we're not supposed to be alone right that's supposed to be a great bond and all this stuff. And yes, it's great when it's great. And we still need people. Mm -hmm. We still need family. We Mm. still need friends. Mm -hmm. We still have these circles Mm -hmm. and rings about us so that you going to those support people to strengthen your marriage. Right. I think that's a, that's, we need that. Mm. We need that. Yeah.
0: The question on my mind is you guys have been, through some of the worst hell i mean Mm that there's there's a whole lot of variety to hell Mm -hmm. that marriage can provide Mm -hmm. but yours yours is pretty intense and it has been for a long time Mm -hmm. it's it's not just these like you know single spikes of horribleness we'll
3: be married 36 36 years years next
0: month yeah next month and and a lot of this stuff was present and it started
3: On the wedding day. Yes. Yes, it did. Seriously.
0: So what's on my mind then is 36 years of this pain, learning what the pain is, who we are inside of that pain growing. I'm wondering if there is like one or two top gifts that you feel both individually and between the two of you that has come out of all of this struggle.
4: Um, the word tenacity comes to mind, mm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um, you know when we look at the Bible and we see the stories of the Bible, anything worth having these most people had to contend for it, it wasn't mm. just handed to them. Mm. being very tenacious and saying, you know this is worth sticking in and and this is worth mm. um, going through and and letting God use that to make me more like him. Um, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it, if I'm hearing you right, it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, it's, it's a gym that we never really wanted a membership to, Right. Yeah. but we're working out and, yeah. and, and it made us stronger yeah. right. as a result. Yeah. That makes sense.
4: So, and then the other thing is being willing to push back the contempt that is so readily available yeah. in mm-hmm. life in general, just saying, you know, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, I'm going to be a humble man. I'm going to say, you know, God, what do you have for me in this marriage? What do you have for me in this
0: woman?
2: Yeah.
4: That's so And going forward with that.
0: My gut reaction to something like that is how honorable that is, right? Like if if there is a picture of a man out there and what a man, a true man really does, it's that. It's exactly that. Mm -hmm. And the connection of you can't do something like that unless you have a deep reservoir of tenacity, because holy crap, is that hard to make that move? Yeah. To say, look, all of this resentment and contempt, no. Yeah. No, I'm not going to go there.
4: Yeah, and I think part of the secret sauce, if you will, is just having such a picture of what Christ has done for me.
2: Mm. That's cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's. Aww. I wish people could see your face and how genuine, yeah. how much that means to you right now.
2: Yeah,
4: mm. so.
0: I mean, tearing up at the idea that, of what God has uh, done for his you. His right? amazing yes, yeah. right, the grace, yes.
4: One of the biggest mysteries in the Christian faith is grace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced of that because... Yes. I agree. Absolutely. And I guess there's a part of me where I'm really thankful I get an eternity to express my gratitude for his grace, for yeah. his amazing grace. Yeah. So anyway, yes. all that to say that, you know, those things give me the tenacity that you're talking about yeah. and that I mentioned, so... That's, that's so, those are Steve. the two things for me. Yeah,
0: I really, really appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, 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 I see you thinking over there, and I'm really curious what you got. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, it's not every woman that gets to have a husband who's as contrite mm. and repentant and who acknowledges his flaws. Mm because when a man acknowledges i am not everything you want and i can't be and i wish i was mm-hmm. it melts mm-hmm. a woman's heart yeah <laughs>
2: yeah
0: yeah totally what he sees as the epitome of failures you see as pure courage yeah yes. it's like mm-hmm. how
3: god says in your weakness i am strong yeah mm-hmm. oh i love it and it's in our 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 mission of our failures where god shines yep. um, the other thing is it's both easy and hard to be married to an addict
0: mm-hmm. you could definitely gonna have to explain that one mm-hmm. <laughs> very
3: simply it's very easy to be married to an addict because i get to be superior
0: Mm. Oh, yes. sure.
3: Yep. I get to be the one who's right. Yep. I get to be the one wagging the finger yep. in the you. addict's face. You, you get sense. to
1: grovel to me and I get to make the rules. Now. Exactly. Yes. You're the bad one and yep. I'm
3: the good one. Yep. That totally makes sense. Yep. Okay. So it's also very hard to be mm-hmm. married to an addict yes. simply because you think they can change. Yes. Mm. And you think all you need to do is stop. Mm hmm. But being an addict means I can't stop.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. And, am I right in saying like there's that part of just you should be able to stop. You, you could can just stop. stop. Right. Why Don't not? Don't
3: pour the next drink. Don't turn on the next video. Yeah. Don't light up the next cigarette. Whatever.
0: But then is it true there's that second part of if i was doing this right if i was loving you if i was giving you more than you, you would need right, you'd be so overwhelmed by my love that right. yeah
3: and yep. you know and i i married steve thinking i can fix this mm-hmm. mm. i can fix the pain yep i can and, rescue you mm-hmm. and and i can be your hero
0: mm. and you Baby. know Babe. I can take away the Anyways
3: <laughs> Sing it <laughs> Turn it up <laughs> um, but yeah, I, and there, feel,
4: I hear several songs. But, <laughs> all <laughs> at <could> be,
3: once. <laughs> and there, there are a lot of movies out now where the woman is the man's hero. Yes. Yeah. That's and true. And I thought I could be that for Steve. I yeah. thought, you had a horrible childhood, you had a horrible upbringing, your parents abandoned you to mm-hmm. foster care. I will love you. Mm. Yep. And you will change, and then you will love me. Mm mm-hmm. And when I could not love him out of that pain, I felt both a failure and betrayed. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it was very difficult to see myself as valuable, to see him as worth Mm -hmm. my time and effort. Mm -hmm. But um, you've heard the story, you've heard Mm -hmm. the rest of our story. We walked through it. We had three kids. We loved our kids desperately and Mm. wonderfully. When I see his face tear up like that, I go, Mm. oh, that's my man. Wow. (laughs) Humble and knows where he is before the cross. Yeah. Knows he is a sinner saved by grace. And that's what I am too. And if we both stand before the cross and look at Jesus and go, we are both sinners saved Mm -hmm. by grace. How can I point a finger at you? Yeah. Mm.
1: Well, and who doesn't want that, right? Who doesn't want a man that can
3: be humble enough to say, I am a sinner and please forgive me.
0: What's really striking about what you're sharing right now, at least to me is I know that through this whole process, there's been some specific gifts to you, but the two that you just mentioned are, you know, as, as we went through all of this, these are the beautiful things that I have learned to see in Steve. Mm-hmm. That is so cool mm-hmm. in all of the shit.
2: <laughs>
0: what, what's the gift that I've been given is I've learned how to see diamonds the, to see real yeah. diamonds, not just mm-hmm. fabricate them, in the middle of a lot of pain. Like that's I don't know, that that's powerful to that me. That is very well cool. what's
3: even more amazing, Scott, is this woman who was abandoned by a father multiple times and raised by a narcissistic mother who thought she was a witch
2: mm-hmm.
3: knows who she is.
2: Hmm. Oh, capable man.
3: of grace, capable hmm. of love. True mm-hmm. love. Not, I love you for what you can give me, but right. yeah, I just yeah, love yeah. you because of who you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. faithfulness, never never compromising mm-hmm. a standard that I vowed yeah. 35 years ago, 36 years ago, to be faithful.
2: Yeah.
3: That's amazing. That, that is amazing. So to be able My to goodness. look myself in the mirror and go, this is who I am. Right. This because is who I am. Uh, how many people would so pay
0: cool. millions of dollars, have paid millions of dollars, to right. try and achieve exactly that?
3: Right.
1: Yeah.
0: And then here we are. We went through pain after pain after pain after pain. Suffering. And, right. And I, I, I imagine I got quite surprised by this gift, that out of something that should make the problem so much worse, yeah. as far as me believing in myself and knowing who I am, here it is. Yeah. I have it. It's mine it's mm-hmm. a gift I love that
1: that is mm-hmm. very cool and it's
3: a gift that I get to pass on
1: yes yeah. which I love that you're doing that now yeah. that's so cool thanks so much Stephen Viola for sharing for getting vulnerable for um, putting yourselves out there mm-hmm. uh, we, we loved talking to you guys I know I had a lot of fun with this. I cried with you guys and I laughed with you guys, mm-hmm. which is pretty normal for the four of us, I think. <laughs> um, but this was an honor and I hope our listeners can feel the uh, the vulnerability and how cool this is to to hear these stories.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that the stories are really messy, but then also the gifts that come out of that. I thought that yes. that was really, really awesome to hear. We would absolutely love it if you would contact us, ask us questions, Uh, if you have any suggestions for podcast topics or issues that you want us to address in future episodes, we would absolutely love to hear from you guys. So check us out on our Facebook page, Upgrade Your Marriage, Um, or you can check us out on our website, UpgradeYourMarriage.com. And yeah, join join the conversation because we'd love to hear what would be valuable to you. Until next time.
2: Bye.